This is a HeadGum Podcast. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Rach. Yeah. Okay, this is a really fun episode. It's so fun. By the way, we divulge some <laughs> beauty secrets that nobody <laughs> should did. know. By the way, no. I I have deep regret for what I told you. Oh, you do. Yeah. You have deep regret. Yeah. We also divulge some first time experiences. Yeah. Se- super sexy yeah. sex. Talk. Super sexy sex talk. <laughs> we learned a little bit about my birthmark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so there's it. There's a lot. You there's a there's a, there's lot. a lot to choose from in this one. You you tried to sing. How dare you? By the way, yeah, I did sing. Ah, uh, yeah, and I wish you hadn't. Rachel Harris. Yeah, I will talk to you later. I'll talk to Ladies you. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Wham. Hey, Rachel. Hey. How are you doing? Mm, I'm so good. Yeah? Kids are good. Yeah? Um, what's the... Can what's, you hear yeah, that? what's the whistle? Uh, you is know, I'm just sure on? it's workers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. And usually it is. That's a fair question. Because I do drink a lot of tea. Yes, you do. Fascinating. Rachel. <laughs> yes, mama. Um, okay, can I just tell you what's happening in my life? Uh, please, tell me everything. I'm getting ready to go to my high school reunion in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I wish I was going with you. You can. Okay. Well, we'll talk about the date. We'll, t- but I we'll would, talk about I would, it you know. off, offline, would, as they say. Offline. I would do that in a heartbeat. Oh, my God. That's like a no-brainer. Rach. What? You know, I think I'm going to take my mom, Cracklin' Rosie. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cracklin' Rose. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know, Cracklin' Rose is based on a Neil Diamond song. Yes, it is. It is. Have you ever talked about that with your listeners? I have no recollection. I'm sure we have. This is the problem with podcasts is like, you know, Tig and I would just repeat stories. And it's like, yeah, Yeah. you've told that one 300 times. And then if if you're in the the mood, if you're in the mood, then you say it again. I know. Same. I I remember nothing. Wasn't that a Nora Ephron book? I remember nothing. Couldn't tell you. And I hate my neck. I I do. Yeah, I hate my neck. Um, but it's, she really it's, does. She really does. People out there. Oh, I, yeah, I she do. She hates her neck. No, I she do. She really does hate her neck. And can I tell you something? 
and I'm embarrassed. Yes, remember the tape? Yes, that's what I was going to... Is the tape still working? Well, I don't always wear my neck tape. (laughs) (laughs) But I was was on TV. I had a TV appearance. I can't talk Uh about on what. But I decided um, (sighs) I didn't want my neck wrinkles. You guys... Piece of tape. I'm I'm with the listeners right now yeah. that are like and going, what a, the fuck? No, if, if you lift up your hair in the back, you put a piece of mm-hmm. tape like on one end of your neck to the other, Ugh. and it just like pulls pulls your neck back, which yeah. is not that comfortable for one thing. Yeah, uh, but also no. it sort of if you ever see again, me, it if sounds ever, medieval. If you ever see me on TV and I'm like when I turn to talk <laughs> to somebody, I have to turn my whole body to them. That's because I'm wearing neck tape. <laughs> Um, I hope it's so sad hearing this. No, it is sad. This is like the 50 year old version of beer goggles. What is beer goggles? You don't know what beer goggles is? No. Is that what is Cheryl? No, I'm is should I know? Yes. What is beer? We've been talking about beer goggles since we were in our 20s. You and I, it's where you go out. Oh, well, not you and I. Thought I you were talking I mean, like, like a people. podcast or something. No, like in the in the in the zeitgeist, like mm, zeitgeist. like it's where you go out for the night yeah. and you you you've been drinking. Oh yeah, and you and you hook up with someone oh. and you, maybe you sleep over. <laughs> maybe and then the next morning you look you at wake that up person and they're like, wow, whoa. Imagine if I was single now and and I went out and I hooked up with somebody and in the morning <laughs> they roll yes. over and just see my neck tape. <laughs> Because my hair. And also, yes. And then you take it off and your neck (laughs) flies forward like a Sharpe puppy. And it's just like. It's it's not cute. But you were talking about that with self-tanner, weren't you? Because you really like self-tanner. I do love self-tanner because I have no melanin in my skin. you're very, very And when you're wearing like a. Yeah. (laughs) I am negative white, as we used to call. And the kids in high school, well, the kids in grade school called me Casper. Oh. The ghost. Did, did that make you sad, or were you like, oh, I mean, Casper's pretty cute. What do you think? What do you think, Cheryl? <laughs> well, I guess, I guess nobody really wants a nickname, and nobody really. No, wants in it. the eighties. Yeah. While Wham was oh, like sh- huge. Yes. I know. N- not spoiler no, alert, but I'm just, just gonna say. Did but go ahead. I was I was the girl. All of the cool girls, like the cheerleaders and everything, you, like if we had gone to high school together, I'd be like, no, oh yeah, Cheryl Hines, no, beautiful, I really cool. tan, no, no. amazing. And I'm the white chunky girl that every day had a Dairy Queen, you know, Reese's Peter Buttercup Blizzard after school or, mm. or a friendly sampler, four scoops, vanilla, espresso, <laughs> mean from- coffee, oh. or chocolate chip okay. from friendlies. And I, every day, every day wow. after school, and I didn't understand why I was like a chunky, really white Casper-like. Really not Casper-like looking girl. But you were still cute. Cheryl, I was, I've always been adorable. Yeah, I mean, I've always been adorable. And you know what? I was that person that they're like, she has a great personality when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Like, I was that girl. Like, oh, she's got a great personality. She's so fun. But I wasn't like, I wasn't the hot girl that I am now. Oh, well. You know what I mean? You got the last laugh in this universe. That's right. Because I had to build my character and then I built my hotness. Yeah. And now the two of them have come together like a wonder twin power. And I'm In your, fucking irresistible. As a middle-aged lady. <laughs> as, as a middle-aged you're lady. You're peaking right now. I am. I'm peaking. Can I tell you what else I'm doing at my high school reunion? I would like to talk more about how I'm peaking. <laughs> 
Believe me, you, yes. you. I can't get you off of that. Uh uh-uh. uh When I go, because you know, I started mm-hmm. a line called Heinz and yes, Young. Yes, Heinz and Young. And our listeners have been. You know, I was very secretive about it for a while because until we launched. So now we've done this launch, and it's such a cool. It's such a cool company. We did. It's a self care company, and we did it without single-use plastics. So we have this beautiful creams, and we have these candles, and it's it's amazing. If you could see Cheryl, it looks like she's like on the prices right, mm. and she's using her hands to yeah. like describe all the creams. They're amazing. And everything. Yeah, that's why it's my so, skin is it's so It's very soft. fun to watch. And I smell yeah. good. But the point, I don't want to like, mm. I don't want to take away your, you know, feeling good about yourself. No, 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 no. But go, go. This is exciting. Um, but this is also so present day. When I'm there in Tallahassee, my friends yeah. from high school, uh, like I have some, I have like core, really some core good friends. Yeah. Lori, Linda, Molly, they know. And they, they are know. going to um, host a little. Heinz and Young party. Yeah. Like a little launch party. So Dr. Becky Hines is coming. Oh, because, my favorite. You know, Dr. Becky Hines. She is working for Heinz and Young so much. Yeah. Yeah. So hard. As a volunteer? <laughs> oh shit. And Cheryl. actually Cracklin Rosie was in the warehouse. She's gonna be the spokesperson. Yeah, Cracky will probably come too. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be I mean, Tallahassee is gonna be like, please go home, Cheryl Hines. We've no, seen enough gonna of, be, like, of you and your family. No, they're gonna be excited and so supportive we'll and see. it's great. We'll see. They'll be like we'll see. our girl has done it again. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but anyway, yeah. that's what's going on with me. Can I tell you what's going on with Please me a little bit do. more about, aside from your being hotness? fabulous, it's, well, that is, that's just, just standing. That's, that's just ever standing. present. Yes, ever present. Yeah. Oh, that's in per- 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 perpetuity. In per- perpetuity. <laughs> Rachel hates that word. Rachel hates we, the I word. I hate that word. It's okay because there was an actress that I worked with that was, that shall remain nameless that was just like always talking about her image being in perpetuity. And I just was like, just say it lasts forever. <laughs> just say the image is going to be out there forever. And I don't even care if no, it's it what matter. it is, but it's in perpetuity. <laughs> and I can't say it. I can't say and it. you hate it when that comes up. I do hate it when that word comes up. And our attorney, we have the same attorney, he will use those words sometimes. And I'm like, that's fine because you're a, you're an attorney. You can. But, but for, a normal for person. Commoners, for the normal person just says, that image is going to be out there forever. Right. You don't and you can never be replaced. In perpetuity. Okay, wait. What were you saying? You were starting, you were about to launch. Oh, I was going to say, uh, just real talk right yes. now. We oh, are in the middle talk. of a strike. That's right true. now, right? This, the Screen and Actors Guild is on writers, strike, and the writers and the Screen guild Actors is on Guild, strike. right? Yes. So production is completely shut down. Yes, and I think I'm allowed to say that Uh-oh. this is hard for us right now because I have something exciting mm. that's happening soon, mm. and it's and that I'm so proud of. Yeah, that I worked so hard on. Yeah, and I know that there are so many other actors that are, that are in the same that are in the same place that I am. Yeah, where. You finally get to a place where you where want you to talk something about something you're exciting. So proud of something that's something so different that you haven't done before, yeah. and so today I'm just feeling um, sorry for frustrated, yourself? but I'm oh. trusting. Uh, no, 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 never sorry for myself. <laughs> okay. I'm so grateful that this is like a luxury problem yeah. to have. It's a real you pickle. Know what I mean? It's a giant pickle. It's a, it's a real giant kosher dill pickle. salty pickle <laughs> wow. that's tough to swallow. Okay. That image is 
Okay. I think we should just jump right in. Should we jump right in? Yeah. Okay. I, I can't wait because it's making me so happy. Okay. Today, we are talking about Wham! Yeah. Exclamation point. Yeah. Uh, it's a 2023 documentary directed by Chris Smith, whose previous credits include Senior. We did that one. Yeah. The Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. doc. Bad Vegan, we did that one. Yeah. And Operation Varsity Blues. Okay. Yeah. This is why this documentary is so good. Uh, The documentary tracks the relationship of George Michael and Andrew Ridgely, childhood friends and co-founders of the British pop band Wham. Oh, I love them so much. The documentary's release comes 40 years after the debut of Wham's first album and is available to watch on Netflix. Yeah. Did you feel like you already knew this story? I didn't know the story in depth. I mean, yeah. what was great about it like was... Like broad strokes. Yeah, no. Like, I did not know... I knew the broad strokes, but I. it's crazy that it was... That they were only a band for four years because their impact has been for decades. You know, like they... I oh, mean, I didn't realize they were only a band for four years. Th- Cheryl, did you watch <laughs> the, documentary? the documentary? Oh, my God. I did. I don't... I, was- <laughs> I don't... Again, here we go well, this again. this makes... Here we go this again. This makes sense. It was a big yeah, point. Now, there were flags yeah. that said they were 1982 four, four, to 1986, yes. four okay. years. But you know what? I'm going to extend you some grace because Thank we have you. been listening to Wham. Last Christmas. We've been listening to Last yeah, Careless Whisper. We've been before you yeah, we've been listening to yeah. those since we were kids. You know, since we were yeah. in high school, and so it feels like so that young. band was around for forever but they only were a band for four years this actually makes sense to me now that you're saying this because when i was watching it i was thinking (laughs) thinking, just now wow at that time in my life i was Mm -hmm. all about going to concerts yeah like i went to see prince that was a good concert i bet I, i saw cheap trick i saw reo speedwagon yeah uh bobby brown yeah um the bc boys i can't wait to tell you who i saw my okay, concerts when I was in high school. Oh, tell me. Jimmy Buffett was my first concert ever. Wow. Rest in Wild. peace. Beautiful. I know. Jimmy I Buffett. Know. Beautiful soul. And um, Shauna Na. <laughs> Rachel, is that true? At the Ohio Please State tell Fair. me that's not true. I swear Rachel. to God, it's true. Wait, did oh, oh, you oh, and your... Oh, wait. And Natalie, Natalie Garvin, my, my best friend from high school, is going to correct me right now. She's going to be like, no, Rachel. We also saw Journey. Oh, Journey. Okay, we saw now Journey. Journey. At the Ohio State Fair. That the was Journey is legit. But oh. Shauna Na. So... Yeah. You were in high school, and your friends got together like pre-party Shanana before you got there. Cheryl, like, I could was not the wait biggest to- nerd <laughs> on <laughs> the <laughs> planet. Shanana, I did not drink until <laughs> I was in college, and mm. I did not really date anyone. Mm. Let's not even talk about the first time I had sex. Sex. I would love to talk about it now that you brought did it you up. Have, did you have sex in high school? Shh, I'm not talking about that. You can say that you had sex in high school. Most normal kids did. We need to take a break. <laughs> and, and, when, <laughs> and when we come back, I want to hear your, um, yeah. your sex story. You oh, guys, God. we're going to take, take a quick poor, break poor and we'll be right back. <gasps> you named him? Yeah. You just named first and last name? Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. Hi. 
Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back to talk and about Ralph. Wait, okay, you feel Ralph fine Ralph. like outing Ralph? I do because I think I know Ralph. I mean, I don't know Ralph, but he's going to call me now um, and be like, uh, hey, "My Ralph. wife." You know, he's listening. I, I, well, I think Ralph is still married to um, his college oh. sweetheart, Colleen. Shut. Yeah, I think they're still oh. married. We all went to college together. I did not together. know this connection. Okay. Yeah. Oh no, not Colleen from the Groundlings. Oh. I'm getting. Oh, I did. I'm getting the names wrong. Her okay. name was something like that, but it was uh, okay. Uh, it was like um, Patty, Patty, and it, it's not it, even but her close last name. I know, but her last name was <laughs> spelled like. And right. Thomas, I may be saying later. Will you please bleep out their last names? Right. Uh, yeah. We um, we can but, foghorn it. Yeah, we'll foghorn. We'll foghorn their last names. But no, Ralph. Yes. Uh, okay, so my first time with Ralph. Okay, you you're how old? You're in. I'm in college. Okay. Yeah, see, you guys, you could do. You didn't get to see the facial, the facial expression that Cheryl just gave me. Because by the time I was in college, Cheryl had already probably had sex with twenty-four dozen hundred people, hundreds of twenty-four dozen. They were all after her. I was not that gal. No, Ralph and I were in college together, freshman year, and yes. I want to say. No, it was okay, between okay. freshman and sophomore year. That's right. Well, okay. Okay. That's right. <laughs> and I remember we were in a dorm and he smoked a lot of weed. Mm-hmm. I did not mm-hmm. because I'm a scaredy cat, right? Yes. And a nerd. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this on the podcast. I really well, can't. Like, it's fun when we're talking about it with our friends from the Groundlings and stuff, right? Right. And, like, and now it's uh, like... Just, but now I'm like, listen, oh my God, this is going to live on in... In perpetuity. In per, <laughs> in perpetuity. In perpetuity. In perpetuity. Uh, okay. No, to so make a long happened? story short. Yes. He was. Were you sharing a room? Did you have a roommate? I did, but this was summer theater, and I was in another dorm room, and he was, was in sexier his by the own second. dorm room. But I remember I was such a nerd and thought that I should be further along in my sexual, in my sexual history. Yeah. That I I don't even know why I just said sexual history, but I did. I don't care. Uh, and I so and which is a lot, which is a theme of my life anyway. But I remember not wanting to tell him that this was my first time. Aww. Like I didn't, I did not tell him. And then he was so stoned, and it was pretty uneventful. And I was like, I remember. That's all I'm going to say is that then I remember getting up and but going wait, to the bathroom are you saying he didn't and saying climax? to myself, 
I don't, he didn't climb. I, I, think, I think another word for it would be that yeah. he fell asleep. Oh, during? Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel. <laughs> so this and is I remember, your big... <laughs> I remember like, like trying to get out from underneath them and go to the bathroom. And then I remember going to the bathroom and saying, well, okay, um, I just had sex. Wow. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> and did you feel like, what is the big deal? Why have people been talking about this yeah. so much? It's just that a yeah. guy falls asleep on top of you. That is yeah, not I did. That. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Rachel. I was like, this is, I mean, I did. I knew, I listen, I knew the wheels had fallen off. Let's just put yeah, it that, that way. Yeah, you knew it was and not was normal. Like, no, I knew that for sure. Because okay. I had experienced other things in my life to know, hey, oh. this isn't, this isn't normal. You know what I mean? And, um, Rachel. And, uh, that is hideous. And in the meantime, Careless Uh-oh. Whisper is playing in the background. Right now? No. From, from the. No, I meant like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it. And when You're I was t- in college. I know. But, I, but the first time that I ever heard, I want your sex, George Michael, oh. was after, was 1987 when I was doing summer theater and we were watching it in those same dorms. Did you circle back to him and do it again? I think you we don't remember. Don't I don't remember, <laughs> Rachel? I don't remember. This Listen, is the worst I've said to you so many times, Cheryl, that you would not, you could not pay me <laughs> billions of dollars to go back and live my twenties. I would, hmm. I would never go back. I'm grateful for all of it. Yeah, I would never go back and relive. But we talked about this, I feel like, the other day where I said, I don't remember. You couldn't pay me a billion dollars. Or maybe I was talking to you. No, you were talking to me. I'm sure you were. Yeah. And I was just like, no way. No way. Everything, because everything comes up in your 20s. Your 20s are hard because you're trying to figure out who you are and, you know. And can you imagine, segue alert, going into your 20s being in one of the biggest pop bands okay. of all time. We're, circle, we're circling back. Okay. Yeah, nice, let's circle Rachel. back. Okay, so we, yeah, we're Can here to imagine? talk about Wham. Okay, so... Delete that entire sex story, Thomas. Thank you. No. I know, no. she's going to... Thomas, and I just, we'll okay. talk. So Wham, here's what I didn't know. That George Michael and Andrew Ridgely, they met when they were 12. I knew that because they told us that in the documentary. Yeah, but until the documentary. Oh, I oh, oh, okay. I see, I see, I see, I see. And George was Getting the new boy at school. Sassy. Yeah. And I'm quoting him. I'm not saying yeah. this about him. But he right. said he was slightly porky and strange looking with big mm-hmm. bonks of hair. <laughs> with big bonks of hair. He did. He looked like, he sort of had like a pumpkin with the, the shape of his hair. Yeah. yeah. It I mean, was he's a cute gorgeous to see. man. They were Ugh. so cute. Um, so cute. So his his name was Giorgio. Mm-hmm, I know. Don't Kier- even try. It's Kierakios crazy. Kirakios And Andrew trying. called him Yog. Yog, which I love. And George and Andrew had similar tastes and interests, and it was very sweet because when he was when George was the new kid in school, the teacher mm-hmm. said, "Who's going to look after the new kid?" And Andrew said, "I will." Which yeah. is so sweet. And then they, yeah. they like bonded immediately. They both loved music and they started a ska band. By the way, I had I to look up ska. What does that mean? I just mean? had to look it up. Because I don't know what it's it means. It's Caribbean and jazz. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah. Which is kind of what their music was. Like it had a Caribbean vibe to it. Like, yeah. 
And, and they started that when they were 16, called The Executive. Yeah. And it fizzled out. Within a year, yeah. But George and Andrew would go out in London's West End, like dancing and all that. And then... <laughs> and then what did they do, Cheryl? They were dancing. I mean, imagine all those that. two. All that. Ugh. And, um, so cute. So fun. Andy started rapping, Wham Bam, I Am The Man. And they thought that would be a good title for the group. So... These two started Wham! And they did a demo on a four-track recorder. And they fused rap, disco pop. And they wrote Club Tropicana about the club they used to go to. So that they started out like, we don't have jobs and we don't care. We're the young people and we just want to dance. You should turn that into a rap song. It's so Don't you good. think that was the vibe of their music? Yeah, they also said that it was just fun and young and like effervescent. Oh, effervescent. Yeah, they did use the word effervescent, which I think was, uh, the reason it stuck out for me was because I was like, yeah, it just seemed light. It was sort of a um, wholesome. Yeah, and they said that's what set them apart from rock and roll, right? Yes, that's right, Rachel. And that's, um, I'm jumping all, I was jumping way ahead. I'm good. Did you see me dialing it back? I was like, oh, 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 oh she's oh, going to oh, tell me to dial not, it back. Yes. Okay. And it was around this time where they wrote Careless Whisper, mm-hmm. but they kind of had to sit on it. Right. If you will. Because they knew. Because they didn't have yeah. it. They didn't have a distributor, mm-hmm. manager. A manager. They didn't have a manager. But yeah. they were very confident and they were turned away by the record industry. Nobody wanted anything to do with them. And then yeah. at some point they put a tape of George singing into record exec Mark Dean's mail slot. That's a kind of mm-hmm. a w- weird way of saying it. They put his singing. Into. Singing. Was it like a recording? Into his the mail slot. slot. His mail That's slot. Now- <laughs> but it's British. You know what I mean? That's like, how so they it, do it it's come over up, there. Do it with a British accent, Cheryl. Try it one more time and with a British accent. They they put the there's a tape of the singing into um, exec Mark Dean's mail slot. No, you're you have a better. That makes sense. You do it. So you they took it. so they took a cassette recording. That's better of the singing. Yes. and they put it in record executive Mark whatever his name is Dean, Mails Dean. Mark Dean. Sorry, Mark Dean. Sorry, no, no disrespect, Mark Dean. Into Mark Dean's. Mail slot. That was nice. Thank you. I'm a professional actress. You can reach me. Well, at same way. Gersh. At... <laughs> but don't get okay. Cheryl for, for accents. Well, no, I can't do She that. doesn't have accents on her resume. But by the way, yeah. they signed a record deal at a diner and it was yes. pure joy. They were so happy. Yeah. Andrew's mom kept this scrapbook of all of Wham's achievements and their their pictures and they were mm-hmm. having a ball and where here's another thing i didn't know <laughs> hold here's on a, here's the thing i tell me if you knew this bring it that wham also had two dancers in the band yes two I did. girls rachel yeah, surely that's bullshit surely. you knew that if no, someone said to you no Who's i didn't in wham i just said no i just would okay. say george michael and andrew rigsley <laughs> it's rigsley Okay, well, you know. The same point thing. is, yeah. Okay. Ridgely, Rigsley. Sorry, sorry, Andrew Rigsley. So they had these two girls, Andrew's girlfriend, Shirley. Yes. And DC Lee. So they were having a great time, mm-hmm. but they, were, they weren't getting any traction. You know what right. I mean? They were, they were just going out to nightclubs. And yeah. how short were their shorts? 
Oh my lord! Oh my god! I don't even know how like, they kept it all. But it, t- uh, in. they kept all their twigs and berries all Tuck, locked tucked in, up in there somehow. Yes. Well, maybe they tucked it. Tucked it? Yeah, they they tucked it. You know, like when you're a drag queen, you tuck. Well, by the way, and that's I've it's heard. a big famous thing that RuPaul says. Okay, go backstage and untuck. And and, and they oh, go back and they untuck. Because I know of, I mean, I've heard of yeah. a country singer, and I won't name him. Brad Would, Paisley. <laughs> no, that is not who I was going to say. We got to take that out, Thomas. No, it's because okay, it's not right. Brad. It's not Brad. Okay, uh, but okay. he is known to wear his jeans so so tight. Yes, and the way he can wear them so tight is because he does a tuck. Tucks it, which is wow. Sort of, yeah, seems so uncomfortable. Because where does so it go? uncomfortable? Because where does well, that it goes go? in your if taint and your asshole? Oh no! Yeah, that's where it goes. Rachel, we've got to take a break. <laughs> God, you know what? We really that's where it goes. Okay, where it gets pushed in there. Where else is it going to go? To like the side of your thigh, to your right thigh or your I mean, left? I guess thigh? it does go. I guess, but if you're it's got to go from the front jeans, to the back in your crack and lick the crack. Yes, the front and back and lick the crack. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be crack. right back with Wham. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Rachel, we are back. We, we are have back. not gotten very far. No, we haven't. <laughs> it is not my fault. You need to read faster. Okay, here we go. Okay, here, here we, we go. go. Uh, here we go. Ba, ba, ba. A lot of stuff happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yog needed a stage name, and George was the English version of that name. So mm-hmm. Michael was the name of one of their friend's dads, and that helped yeah. shape a persona. So Young Guns got to number 42 and then it stalled so they felt yeah. like failures and then they got a call from top yeah. of the pops <laughs> yep top of the pops yep top of the pops but you, it sounds better if you say like you got a call from top of the pops oh my gosh or does it not sound better some listeners have to be mad at your accent or do you no. think you're nailing it do you think you're I'm nailing, nailing it, it. i'm yeah. crushing it let's do a poll call in <laughs> Now, call in right now. So this was England's yes. uh, music TV show, mm-hmm. and that was like the big. It was a big deal. So yeah. they went on. They sang Young Guns. George Michael wore a brown leather vest. Yeah, I mean, and, he sure did. And little shorts, right? Yes. Were their little shorts yeah. still involved? Um, yeah. And they did a very weird dance that they had practiced in their living room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and. By the way, they said it was weird. I'm not saying it was yes, weird. It was adorable. Right. It's good to say that because we loved it. 
We love it. But it was, but for them, they said it was very weird and they loved it that it was weird and that it was different. And Young Guns went to number three on the charts. And when Wham Rap, exclamation point, was released, it went to number eight. Yeah. Oh, that was their rap about being young with no job, but we're just going to (laughs) dance. And it sounds just like that. Here we go. We've got the recording. Let's play it. Let's play it. So Wham! was typecast as rebellious social commentary. And Bad Boys went to number two, but they really didn't like the song. And then George and Andrew wanted to go into a youthful, poppy, escapist direction. So they shot the video for Club Tropicana in Ibiza. Yeah. Doesn't that sound amazing? I want to shoot a video in Ibiza. Nope. I really don't want to go to Ibiza and take drugs and, yeah. Well, you don't have to take drugs. Well, they say you have to take a pill in Ibiza. <laughs> okay, so six months after, yeah. they went back to Ibiza. Yeah. And then George had some sort of experience. Yeah. They, did, they didn't go into it. But then he, George, came out to Andrew as gay. Yes. What kind of experience do you think he had? <laughs> do you think he kissed a boy and he liked it? Probably. Which I love. Probably. Some spiritual connection with somebody or something. Yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. But what was interesting is they decided, did they both decide, now I'm, now I'm trying to remember, did they both decide yeah. it's better to not comment on it? Comment on it or go public? Or it yeah. seemed like it was more George's. Well, it was George's decision because he was like, I want to focus on, I don't want it to distract from his work. Mm. Yeah. From yeah. his songwriting. And he was just starting to produce more records, right? So he was feeling that where yeah. he was not only singing and songwriting, but he was also producing. And he was feeling, he was struggling with the fact that he was saying he was bisexual to himself, but he, deep down, he felt like he knew that he was gay. Yeah. That's and he so didn't want to go there. What a difficult place to live in, <sighs> you know, where you're just, you're having this internal um, struggle. Yeah. Struggle. Yeah. Having this, I just, it makes you so sad. No, it's sad. heartbreaking because he's making all of this beautiful music, right? And yeah. he's such a beautiful and the, performer. And girls were going crazy. Nutballs. I was going, I remember thinking oh, he was Rachel. the hottest man on the planet. I was like, that is the most beautiful yes. man. Yeah. And the shorts. The shorts. Remember, by the way, yeah. did you ever wear dolphin shorts? Remember dolphin Never. shorts? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I don't even know what dolphin shorts are. You don't know what dolphin shorts are? Okay, just calm down. First of all, stop shouting. Do you really not know what dolphin shorts are? Yeah, you grew up in Florida, a tan person, and I grew up in Ohio, an extraordinarily no-melanin white person that never wanted to show my white legs with my raging red birthmark up the side of it. And here we go. This starts our discussion about Rachel my birthmark. Cannot and can't help but talking about her birthmark. Can't help it. You guys, it's part of my life and it's beautiful. I mean, it does. And no matter what people say, up her I'm leg. not going to tattoo over it. You mean tattoo like <laughs> flesh color or like the no, state of no. California up and oh down? Oh my God. <laughs> down oh your leg. Oh my god, I've never even entertained. <laughs> I don't even know how you would do a flesh-colored tattoo. No, of my you can. Leg. You can. Okay, all right. I, I did not know that. My voice got very high. Yeah, you did. Well, our listeners but, but this is the will thing. know. They'll t- they'll write know. in and tell they, us. They, they will write in. But no, people would say to me when they would see my birthmark, Uh-oh. they would say you can do a tattoo on that and make it really beautiful. Implying oh. <laughs> 
like what you have now is not great. Because right. it's kind of, it is kind of red. Well, it's scary. It scares young children. <laughs> Quick story. After a, a play that I did, yes. I wore hose. I was wearing a skirt. Mm-hmm. It was a musical, whatever, in Ohio, mm-hmm. in Summer Theater. Same place. Ralph was probably in the show <laughs> with me. He was. <laughs> and um, I remember backstage, this woman came up to me and she said, <laughs> she said, she said, I, you were wonderful in the show, which, duh. Of no, course. she said you yeah. were wonderful in the show. Yes, she goes. But I, what I'm really impressed with is how you got through it with that hideous poison ivy up the back <laughs> of your leg. <laughs> is that? And this is, is what I said to her. Through your pantyhose, she could see through your pantyhose. Yes, oh. <laughs> she sure can, Cheryl. That's why I said point pantyhose. That's why I, I made a point of saying I was wearing pantyhose. And dresses. And I, this is what I said to her after she said that to me. Yes. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> I just said, because it was like that thing where I'm like, oh, gosh. This is going to be I've gone into story. this yes. for my entire life. I've gone through it my entire Like By that time, I was like 18, 19, right? And, and were just you thinking like, that lady watching you on stage – was it like going back and forth like, wow, she's really good. And wow, yes. that poison ivy is really, must be itchy, but she's not scratching it. She is That's not amazing. scratching it. It's as if it doesn't exist. She's <laughs> such a good actor. She's acting as if it, it's not horrifyingly bad on the back of her leg. Okay, can I tell you something? Which we've got her on the line right now. Let's talk to her. It's Let's Sue to her. in Columbus, Ohio. All right. Hey, Sue, hey. Um, okay, so Fantastic was their their first number one album. Yeah. And the press criticized them for selling out because they were like super poppy and like you were saying, mm-hmm. fun and really like leaning into their looks. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. like 20 at this point. They're like they're 19, 20, 20 years old. They just yeah. want to like dance have around. Yeah. But I do like that in this, um, in this outline, it says um, George would it's run honest. a badminton shuttlecock up and down his sweaty body and then smack it into the crowd i don't remember that in this documentary well they showed it like they is the shuttlecock the little white okay so i didn't even know it was called a shuttlecock that was called a shuttlecock i I did not either until this moment right either i didn't either so shuttlecock is the little birdie it's not the yeah okay so he'd rub the shuttlecock up and down his body (laughs) stick it in his pants right did he stick it stick it in his pants yeah, I think he stuck it in his pants and then threw it out into the audience. But Cheryl, I also remember at that yeah. time thinking, wow, wow, this is sexual. Oh. Like I'd never seen anything like that before in my life. Like a band like that. Do you know what I mean? Like a, a singer. Well, what about, like, like, well, because what about way, like Van Halen? They were Cheryl, sexual. What? I lived under a rock. I was a nerd. I did not watch Van Halen. I did not see Sha-na-na. Cheap Trick. I was watching Shanana and Bowser. <laughs> and were you attracted to Bowser? No. Were you like, okay, okay? No, I wasn't. You the had people, no I was attracted to. Feelings. No, I well, I I did, but they were. It was for like when I was in high school. I mean, I was so in love with. Oh my gosh, everybody in Saint Elmo's Fire. Mm, like mm-hmm, I loved Rob mm-hmm. Lowe, mm. and I loved. Um, Have you worked with Rob Lowe? Emilio Estevez. Have you worked? I with haven't. Rob? No, but I've worked with his brother Chad. Oh, yes. I, and I love Chad. And I was like, that's like six degrees of separation. I worked with Rob once. 
Yeah. Braggadocious alert. Oh, we're sick. But I worked with, um, <laughs> I worked with yeah. Rob. Yeah. And I was doing a scene with him. And yes. you guys, she's moving her body around like she's yeah. grinding. No, and right I was now. staring into his eyes are yeah. so blue. And yeah. he really is kind of perfect looking. Mm-hmm. And at some point they were like, Cheryl, it's your line. I was like, oh. <laughs> like mid, in mid scene, I was just yeah. like staring deeply, like listening. And they were like, yeah, you're actually in the scene too and you have to talk. <laughs> anyway, he's cute. He's cute as point. He's an attractive person. But here's the thing about this, Rachel. Back to Wham. Yeah. They were so. so what are we talking about? Okay. They were so huge, and people thought they were making so much money. Right. That's what fascinating. Yes. And they were not making any money. Like, they they couldn't afford their own places to live. They would go home and stay with their parents. And then you found out that they were getting anywhere from 4%, 4%. to 0% of the money from the sales of their records. Right. I was angry. I was angry yeah, I when I heard that. I know. Because oh, wow. of the mail slot guy. And you don't, you really don't get angry. No, not usually, but that. But you were outraged for them. I was outraged because the mail slot guy did a yeah. contract with them. Yes. Saying yes. that they were only going to yes. make 4%. And I think it was like 2% Mock worldwide. Mock Dean. So then they took on Simon Napier Bell. As their maybe new it was manager. Napier. Is it Napier? No, it's Napier. Simon Napier. Thomas Simon is, Napier Bell. Okay. Um, and a new record deal was signed with CBS, so that was exciting. That was so exciting. And then George went to Muscle Shoals, Alabama, to record "Careless Whisper." I yes. love this story, by the way, that we're getting into. So close to Florida, by the way, but not quite. <laughs> so close Wham to Florida. Never made by it the way. to Florida. But that's the thing is that they went. He they went to Muscle Shores. Right? Is that how you say it? Shoals. Shoals. By the way, I always thought that was a person. Is that bad? Yeah, it was it's a, bad. It was a, it was a recording a pla- studio, right? Yeah. Or a place. In Alabama. Okay, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Keep going. No. And he went to record Careless Whisper with Jerry Wexler, who was producing producer. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Uh, Ray Charles. Yeah, it was just amazing. And yeah, all um, these incredible artists. And he brought it back, and George and Andrew didn't like it, the mix. They didn't, yeah, they didn't like the mix. And he, they had the balls to, yes, yeah, to re record. Yes. Yes. I think that's big balls. Like, and big amazing. Balls. But it's inspiring because he, they, yes, because he like decided. Being true to your creative voice. Exactly. I know, Cheryl. When somebody above you... That's supposed to know better than you. Yeah. That you give your power to, right? Yeah. And yeah. you're still saying, you know what? I it's not know what I better. Want. Yeah. It, that's a hard... Yeah. That's a hard thing to do. Yes, but we've experienced that, you and I, when we've created something together. Mm. Where mm-hmm. we're like, this doesn't sound like us. Yeah. People give and you had notes. And to really... And you're like, yeah. Mm, and no it's, it's hard to stand up for yourself. Yeah. It is. As an it artist. Is. Yeah, it is. And that's so, it's so impressive that he was at that level too, right? Where it was like they produced it. It was ready to go to launch. And yeah. he was like, no. I and know. I'm sure they didn't talk about the flack that he probably yeah. got and how they probably said, we're going to, we're never going to work with you again. 
Yeah, of course. But it was great because that pushed George to produce his own. So now yeah. George is doing the songwriting. He's producing yeah. the records. And, you know, you just have so much respect for him while you're watching this because... Yeah, I didn't know all of this. I didn't either. I thought Mm-mm. they were just dancing around, you know, having a good time. Yeah. And then this was so cute. George was inspired to write a song by a note that Andrew had left for his dad <laughs> when he was staying yes. there that said, wake me up. Wake up. me up. Bef- because yeah. he, and then he realized he wrote up twice. And so he yes. said, wake me up, up before you go, go. Yes. That was the cutest. And then that turned into their number one song. Yeah. Wake me up before you go, go. It's so cute. It's so cute because it's just like, it just came organically. Yeah. Out so of fun. George Michael thinking that was funny. His beautiful mouth. What? I thought you were going to say it came out of his mouth. No. But you were. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I said no. I just, Thomas I was, cuts that out. You no. must not cut that out because it, it or came out of nowhere. Or beautiful mind. Well, yes. That's where it was going. <laughs> that it came out of a beautiful, like, funny thing that he just thought of. So George produced their second album. And he mm-hmm. was gaining confidence in his music And at the same time, he remained unsure about his personal life. And it was so sad because girls were going, they were throwing their underwear on stage. Yeah, their knickers. The knickers. They were going crazy for these guys. They were having a ball. But now George Michael is like on the cover of all of these. Remember, what was it called? Tiger Beat? Teen Beat. Tiger Beat. Tiger Beat, yes. Oh my God. I love those magazines. Did you ever buy those magazines or did you look at them? I bought them. Are you kidding me? I needed to have them in my room to go through them with a fine-tooth comb. I didn't. I'm just going to make this sad for a second. I didn't have it's, money to buy those magazines. Yeah, no. I didn't. Listen. I just remember looking them at the gro- looking at them at the grocery store as at much as, as fast store. as I could. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I afforded it. But I, okay, but I loved it. Yes. And I remember seeing like him and like Leif Garrett, all those people, you know, like at the same Leif time. Leif Garrett? Okay, can I say something? In this documentary, yes. when Careless Whisper came on the yeah. scene and you saw George Michael sing Careless Whisper and he was wearing he was wearing a jacket. He was like covered. Yeah. You know, he wasn't wearing the shorts. He was like no. a serious uh, like oh, recording artist. Yeah, yeah, you looked super hot. Oh man, that was amazing. What happened when you saw that video? What'd you do? Well, I don't remember seeing the video at the time. Do you remember seeing the video at the time? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't either. Well, when I watched it last night, it was like, whoa. Yeah. Now that is like that. That is a sexy. very. He he is very sexy. Yeah. Very, very sexy. Um. <laughs> so George wanted. He had a goal that he wanted four number one singles in 1984. Yeah. And he wrote Last Christmas. Last Christmas, oh, it's I beautiful. gave him give my heart, him heart. And, and the very next day, you, you shouldn't sing. It away. Give it away. You should really stop singing. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Nope. Nope. You are. I'm just gonna stop. Okay, you do it. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Sing it louder. The very next day, you gave it away. Oh, somebody's this really showing year, off. Just take me from tears. I'm gonna scare one special. Not scary. Thank you. So, um, one spitting 
Twice shy. You're off key. Yeah, I'm very off key. I do not. Tell me, baby. Do you recognize me? George was asked to sing on um, Do They Know It's Christmas. Live Aid. Do They Know It's Christmas, yes. Which blew my mind. Blew when that song came out mind. and you saw yes. all of them standing up there singing together. But it was sad yeah. that Andrew wasn't invited. He wasn't? I don't Oh, no, that. I don't think he was there. Which? No, he was there when George sang with don't. Elton John. Oh, sorry. Rachel! I get excited. I Because I'm trying to take care of him. Listen. That's right. We're, so we're they winding do that it down. And, and the, we're winding it down. Yes. Okay, we got to wind it Here down. We've got to wind it down. we got to wind it down. George now is getting a lot of attention and respect as a singer a songwriter and he got um an award where did he get an award at the uh it was like the british version of the grammys yeah yeah and elton john presented it yeah and it was such a huge moment for george michael because that's all he wanted was really for people to recognize him as a as a as a songwriter and a singer as an artist not just like a pop star. Yes. And then they went on a tour, the U.S. tour in 1985. I did not see them. Anyway, in 1986, Wham! split up, putting on a farewell show at Wembley Stadium. George embraced Andrew at the end saying, I couldn't have done it without you. Oh, oh, but before that, sorry, now I just did the thing that I hate when you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be- and how does it feel? It feels bad. Um, Good. Before... <laughs> Before that, they were the first Western pop act to perform in China. Yes. It was so cute to see them in China. It was so fun. And they thought that that China was welcoming them because they weren't rock stars. They were pretty wholesome. They wanted to just, Mm -hmm. you know, dance around and spread good will enjoy yeah just like have joy Joy. and have people be happy and dance and and sing okay and then this what i thought was very sweet george was invited to perform with elton john at live aid in 1985 and what did george do he invited andrew to come with him and sing backup for him and andrew knew instead of andrew being like well thanks andrew was like i know what he's doing He's including me in this, and he doesn't have to. And instead of being bitter, he was like, I'm excited for you, That's what and was, I'm going to sing with you. It was you. so amazing, Andrew. Their friendship. And their like, friendship, and and Andrew just yeah. always supporting George. And yeah. even when George, like, really took off, every mm-hmm. time you would see them together and talking, he just seemed so... They seemed like they had each other's backs yeah, so forever so and always. So happy for each other. Yeah, I thought, I thought yeah. that was such a sweet moment you know and andrew's back singing background vocals but yeah like you're saying just was happy does, does that remind you of any of any other me? friendship that you know <laughs> yeah rachel if i ever tour i will invite yeah. you to sing backup for me you're huh, welcome that's weird because i was thinking if i ever tour <laughs> that would never happen rachel that's ridiculous i will I will ask you mm-hmm. to pull the cables. To in the b- hold the cables. I was just going to say <laughs> to hold the boom oh, and make sure you God. boom me. Okay, and don't get the boom in the frame. And with my hand, how do those boom operators? Those are the those are the people know, that hold the, the best microphones shoulders. up over your head. They have the strongest head. shoulders ever. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. to do it. Okay, I don't either. Anyway, in 1986, they split up. And yeah, tell me if I'm wrong, but the reason they split okay. up was really because George 
wanted to was going off to do a solo career. Yeah. And Andrew said that he could see that in order for George to become the person that he was meant to become, mm-hmm. he needed to do this. Isn't he amazing? needed to Yeah, it's the one of the greatest friendships of all time. Ugh. Like collaborations of people truly wanting what is best for the other for person. the person for their friendship. Yeah. yeah. And understanding that. Yes. And it's it's beautiful. That's all I can say is that it's inspiring and beautiful. And I do feel yes. like I have that with you. I feel I like feel you like and I have, are friends like that. that. Where it's like, I didn't get the part, but you did. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we also have that with our dear friend Susie. That's true. You know, like. That's true. We have. If we walk yeah. into a room and the three of us are at the audition, we feel mm-hmm. great because that means yes. one, one, one of, of us, us is, is going to walk out it. with it. But Susie and I had that experience where we thought that was going to happen. And then at the last minute, another woman came in. Mm -hmm. And Susan and I were like, well, one of us is going to get it. And it's going to be amazing. And then this person came in. And then Susan and I were like, oh, shit. It's going to be. It's not going to be us. Neither one of us is going to get it. But it was a bonding experience that has held us together our entire lives. Anyway. But I think that's that's such a beautiful friendship to aspire to. to, I mean, we already do that. But I'm. I'm just saying, I think that I wish there were more relationships like that. Yeah. Right? Where people hold the door open for other people to right. grow and, and expand. And I there are, there's, there's people in my life, I'm blessed to say, that do that, that really take that seriously. Yeah. George went on to sell over 120 million records as a solo artist. Yeah. He was yeah. so great. And sadly, he passed away in 2016. Yeah. Rachel, are you ready for our final thoughts? I sure am. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I didn't cry, but I was moved. I was moved like to tears many times. Like I just feel like I welled up a little bit. When he went on stage to accept that award from Elton John, and he got teary, George Michael yeah. got teary, I was like, uh-oh. Don't blink. I was like fanning my eyeballs like, no, no, don't, don't do it. Don't do it's it. It's funny. My friend is always like, why do people fan their eyes? Why do women fan their eyes when they cry? Because you what is What does that do? Well, you don't want the tears to ruin your mascara. Ruin your makeup, but it really doesn't do anything. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. Okay. That makes me laugh so hard. This is a ridiculous question. Okay. Who were you attracted to? One, two, three. George Michael. Both George Michael. And Andrew. And Andrew. But more, but I mean like, okay, let's just, let's, let's just break redo it down. that. And just be like, if you had to pick one. Okay. One person one you were person, attracted to in this documentary. Listen, the world is about to end. You're on an elevator. Yes. You have like 10 seconds before it's all over. Who yeah. do you want to make out with? I know, but I can't say that person right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, you mean in the film. Yeah. In the film. <laughs> okay. 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 On the okay. count of three, we'll I'm just saying, oh my gosh, I know like, exactly who I'm going to be with. Oh. Well, he now knows I feel it. like. I'm you, right. Okay. But you can't say it to the world. Okay. No. That's okay. for no. another That's time. Private. Yeah. From this documentary, I'm saying. From this documentary. And that a person did not exist. Okay. Oh, for heaven. On yes. the count of three. No, 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 okay. no. Here we go. One, two. One, two, three. George Michael. George Michael. Why did you give it a one, two, three, and? I don't know. Okay. It's like when we jump in, the, when I jump in the pool with the kids, I'll say, Otto, we're going to jump in at three. And he'll go, one, two, three, 
and we're going. Uh-uh. That's not okay. And half of us has already jumped in. <laughs> and he's back here, and I'm holding his arm, and he's a little four, five-year-old. And I'm like, I just dragged my son into the pool. Rachel, this is, we have true story talk back. Do you want to talk back to anybody yeah. in this documentary? Oh. Because I do. Well, you do it. Yeah, you do it first. I'll tell you exactly who I'm so friggin' angry at. Oh, I, I bet I know who it's going to be. Male slut. Yeah, male slut guy. I'm so... Male slut guy. I, I was so angry. I'm still angry. Recording artists still get fleeced by their management fleeced? companies and the producers. Yes. I've never heard... Of that means they all... Give, I mean, I'm, I'm in, intuiting what it means, but fleeced. That sounds... Fleeced. <laughs> that sounds like you're in the biz. They got I know people. I want to Google please. But they got fleeced because fleeced. they they would sign all these contracts because they were young and they just wanted didn't to perform. Better, right? like, it's kind of like us. Like if we didn't have a union, if we didn't have all yeah. of these or people, agent, managers, agents, have, yeah. an attorney, people would, because we love it so much, you, right? Your and we image did it for would years getting paid nothing. Perpetuity and you would Ugh, get- don't. <laughs> You take it back. You take it okay, back. Okay, Rachel, that's it for this week's episode. Next week, we'll be talking about Bama Rush on Max. You guys, we love reading your messages, your comments. Love it, love it, reviews. love it. Reviews. Keep letting us know what you think about the docs and leave us a review if it's good. And if you think one of us is better than you, the please other, please let us know which one you like more. And please let us we know. We just might read your response on the air. Rach, do you have anything to promote? You can't really. I can't promote anything. No. I can just say. You can say. Exciting stuff is coming in October. Okay. Happy Halloween. <laughs> and I would like to tell everyone to go to Shop Heinz and Young and look at my little <gasps> uh, collection because it's so amazing. Of course, it's cruelty free. We don't use any single use plastics. And the candles, the creaves, the linen spray, it's all just really, 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 really amazing. It's beautiful. It's very, very beautiful. And it's made by people that are amazing and lovely, big-hearted people. We need a sign-off. Don't we need a sign-off? How off? about this? If you want to do, do, do it, do it, right. right. Do, do it, it with me. Do it. it. But don't sing. It. Huh? I'll sing. And you just dance. If you want to do it, do it right. I can't can't let you sing by yourself. I know. Baby, you run a touch of body. I'm not like anybody. That's not Liam. What? That's George Michael. Okay. Now we're splitting hairs. All right, Rachel, I will see you next time. What's our sign off? What's our sign off going to be? See you next next Um, time? uh, No, I think our sign off is going to be like, I'll text you in five minutes. (laughs) <laughs> or our sign off is I'll be down at your house in three minutes we, we live okay, three minutes away minutes. from each other <laughs> okay that's it for today um, oh oh I yes. know what it could be yes are you ready yes or maybe it could be like to all of our listeners thank you so much for listening we'll call you tonight <laughs> okay you say it and I'll chime in on we'll call you tonight okay all right ready yes um Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And uh, we'll call you tonight. We'll call you tonight. (laughs) True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Rachel Harris. It's produced by Thomas Ouellette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Ouellette, with production assistance from Nadia Labetz. Special thanks to Gabby Kovacic, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story wherever you get your podcasts.
You can email us at truestoryfanmail at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.